Welcome to the Ocean Hills Podcast. Our hope is that today's message would help you connect more deeply with God and with others. If you would like more information on what is happening in the Ocean Hills community, check out our website at oceanhills.org or download the Ocean Hills app. If you are encouraged by our ministry and would like to partner with us financially, you can give through your mobile device by texting Ocean Hills to 77977. We hope you enjoy this message. Hey, what's up, Ocean Hills? Here we are, the last Sunday of 2020. Can you believe it? Incredible. And I have been praying and thinking about what's the last message that I am going to bring to you in 2020. I had a lot of thoughts, a lot of different inspirations, and I I pivoted, I changed. It was like a, a microcosm of 2020 putting this message together. But here we are, and here's what I want to talk to you about. There's been a spiritual practice that's been around for a long time. It's called the Daily Examine. And uh, St. Ignatius is the one who uh, created it. It's It's a prayerful exercise. It's a spiritual rhythm or practice that at the end of each day, you look back on your day and you ask yourself, in a way, how did I do? Where did I see God at work? Where could I trace God showing up in my life? Even where did I love well or where did I fail to love well? And uh, you take this daily examine and, and I've, I've been on and off with it. I haven't quite got it into a daily rhythm, so I'm not going to try and say I'm like some spiritual giant, but I do practice the examine. But here's the one that that I want to introduce you to tonight here at the end at the end of the year. And it's this. It's the annual examine, not the daily examine, but at the end of the year to look back over your year and over your life and to begin to to in a way say, Lord, let me with gratitude look back and see where you provided, where you guided me, where you guarded me, where did you show up in my life? And, uh, you know, it was Socrates who said that the unexamined life is not worth living. And, And part of what he was talking about is if you're just kind of going through the motions or living by the rules without pulling back now and then and saying, what am I doing with my life? How am I living my life? Am I making an impact? Am I making a difference? Are the most important relationships in my life, do those people, family, friends, do they feel loved by me? And so we're going to talk about that today. You know, it was um, Solomon, the wisest person, according to scripture, who ever lived. The whole book of Ecclesiastes, this book of wisdom literature, the whole book is really Solomon pulling back and, and examining life from different angles, pleasure, uh, building homes and vineyards and gardens and kind of then looking and going, it's meaningless, it's meaningless, it's meaningless. And so there's really a power in the practice or the exercise. It's a spiritual exercise, if you will, to pull back and examine our lives and look back on our lives. Psalm 103, verses 2 through 5. Let all that I am praise the Lord. May I never forget or may I always remember or keep in mind the good things he does for me. 
He forgives all my sins, heals all my diseases, redeems me from death and crowns me with love and tender mercies. He fills my life with good things. My youth is renewed like the eagles. Do you see what the psalmist is doing as he's writing? He's pulling back, he's looking at his life and he's identifying where God has shown up, the good things. I love that line. He fills my life with good things. And so this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna enter into, and I've just kind of adapted St. Ignatius, his five step or five part examine that he practiced. We're gonna take the five parts and I've adapted them into an annual end of the year examine. So here we go the five parts. Number one, and let me just say before I even jump in, the notes will be available to you online in the chat room, those of you that are watching, and we'll make them available to those of you that want the questions and the five parts. So don't freak out or panic as I'm running through this. But what I want you to, to do is to make sure between now and the end of the year to do this exercise as a spiritual exercise to help you grow in your walk with Jesus Christ. So here we go. Number one, the first part of the exam and the annual exam is become aware of God's presence. What does that mean? It means between now and the end of the year, I want you to break away from roommates, from family, get alone. Might be you go up to the old mission and sit at the mission steps and, and, and have an hour or two. It might be you just go somewhere in your house and close the door. It might be sitting out in your yard or garden. I don't know what it is, but it's about getting quiet. No music, no TV, no cell phone. It's just you and God. And then sitting and becoming aware and even inviting God's presence. Be aware, become aware of God's presence. Number two, Review your 2020, review the year 2020 with gratitude. Now, here we go. There's some categories here that I want to just lay out for you. Number one, kind of generally speaking. Now, I'm going to give you a series of questions that I want you to reflect on. I've already done this, and it's so powerful. Number one, what were the silver linings of your 2020? 2020 was a tough year for all of us, but... There were some silver linings. What were those for you? Look back at this year and, and, and go, wow, here were, here were some positives. Here, here was where I grew. Here is where God showed up and blessed me. Here's where, man, I'm, I talked to one guy, he said, I've made more money this year than any other year of my career. Whoa, silver lining. What were, your, what were two or three silver linings of 2020? How about this one? What were your three lowest moments of 2020. When you look back where you grieve, where it might have been a loss, it might have been uh, a loss of a friendship over the election, might have been the loss of a job, might have been a loss of a loved one to COVID, I don't know. But what were, as you look back on the three lowest moments of your life, some of you struggled with depression, the whole home quarantine, has created so much stress on marriages. I don't know what your lowest moments were. It might've been a huge blowout argument at home with your kids or with your spouse. But take time to journal these 
And then as you journal and write them down, to be listening to the Spirit of God, how might God speak to you as you think about those low moments? How might He bring comfort to you? How might the Spirit of God bring perspective? Okay, here's another question. What were your three favorite moments of 2020? You might go, man, I, I, I just spend some time, think back. I can tell you one of mine. I mean, first thing, boom, out of my mind. I spent last year, New Year's Eve. So I brought in the first moments of 2020. I was with my wife, Natalie, and my father, my dad, and his wife, Elizabeth. And the four of us were in Moscow in the winter, cold, outside, right there in Red Square, bringing in... New Year's Eve. It was awesome. It was such a great celebration and family and love. And it was just such a great, great moment. One of my favorite moments of 2020. But write those down and then give thanks to God for those moments of love, those moments of, of deep friendship, of rich conversations, of memories, milestones that you celebrated. All right, here's another question. What were your, what were my three biggest acts of sacrifice or love in 2020. Look back, say, where did I give up something? Where did I sacrifice for another person? Where did I sacrifice time? Maybe I wrote a check to move the mission of Jesus forward. Maybe I, I volunteered to help feed uh, people or help hurting people. I don't know what it was. What were the two or three biggest acts of sacrifice? Some of you might go, God, I don't know if I he sacrificed at all. It was all about me this year. God, I hope not. But if that's true, learn from that. Like, whoa, I don't want to have another year like 2020. I became so selfish, right? This is what the examine does. You got to you got to kind of define reality. What, what was really happening inside of you, in your heart, in your mind, in, in the, your, the real life of your life? And once you look at that, then you're able to let God speak to you and shape you and mold you and change you and transform you in it. All right, let me go to another category. It's a spiritual category. How about this question? Was 2020 a year of spiritual growth for you? A, a year of slowly drifting away from God? Maybe because we didn't do in-person church every week? Or was 2020 a year where maybe you completely turned your back on God? So spiritual growth closer to God than ever, maybe a slowly drifting away or maybe a rebellion and just, man, I just turned my back on God. And then the question is why? Think about what's in your heart stirring in you. Why? How did I end up in this place? Second question spiritually is what one spiritual practice or rhythm as you look back in 2020, helped you to grow and become more like Jesus? What was, what, what, what was one, maybe you did a prayer walk every day. Maybe you wrote a prayer list. Maybe you read scripture or read a book. I mean, I read this book. This is my favorite book of 2020. It's called Gentle and Lowly by Dane Ortland, man. This thing is just incredible. I don't, I didn't know the author. Matt Cook told me that he went to Wheaton College with him and good dude. Anyway, he's a pastor back in the Chicago area. This book, I don't like the title. It should be called Jesus is Better Than You Think because it is so good. 
Anyways, do yourself a favor and get this book. I read through this devotionally this year. Natalie and I, we have a, we have a, we call it a God room in our home. It's just this little nook, two leather chairs, candles, Bibles, uh, spiritual books. We listen to worship music. We got speakers in there. And at 6 a.m. most mornings, we sit there together with a cup of coffee, our Bibles open, and we're listening to God, we're praying, um, and we're meeting God. It's, it's the number one spiritual practice or rhythm or exercise for us, I think, that makes the biggest difference in, in helping us be grounded and rooted in our faith, kind of really building that strong foundation. But what is it for you? For me, it's that chair time in my God room each morning. Here's another question. Where was your deepest spiritual struggle in 2020? That place of great maybe wrestling with God about the election and other Christians. Maybe it was about the, the racism and Black Lives Matter issues. Um, what was your or where was your deepest spiritual struggle? Maybe it was around your signature sin and temptation and not being able to make progress and overcome the way you think uh, that leads to the way you act. Maybe it was a lament. Your, your greatest struggle was lamenting this year that the world is so broken. Uh, but how did God speak to you? How is God speaking to you? What does God have for you in that struggle? Okay, let's move to relational. Relational category. <clears throat> I'd like you to just to list the names of people, it might be family members, friends, co-workers, but list the names of people who have been life-giving to you in 2020. That could be a short list, that might be a long list, but take the time to just think about who are the people that are just life-giving for you to be around? They, breathe, they fill your tank. Another question, what one or two conversations in 2020 most impacted your life and why? Might have been a, a difficult conversation. It might have been a, a word of encouragement. I actually, I would say one of mine, I, I had a friend bring me a Christmas card yesterday. And it wasn't quite a, it was a one-sided conversation, but he wrote, personal words inside this card. And I got to tell you, it made 2020 worth it for me just reading that card. It was just the word of encouragement, appreciation, the difference I've made in his life. I was like, wow, this is awesome, Lord. This whole year has been worth it just for that. The power of our words. So thinking about what one or two conversations most impacted your life. It might have been a, a negative one, an, an argument. It might have been a positive one. Um, I'm going to stop there. I mean, we could add other categories, financial. You could really do some examining about money that you saved. How much money did you save? Did your giving increase or decrease this year to the cause of Christ and why? Uh, it might be vocational. Are you where you're at, where you want to be in your career? It might be physical, the way you're, you know, living your life. Are you, I mean, COVID for me, man, I feel lazier physically than I have in years past. I just like, ah, I have not, I am, I am not in the best physical shape. And I want that to change next year. But there's different categories. All right. We got to get to the, to the third part of uh, Ignatius. He says, here's the third step. 
Number one, become aware of God's presence. Two, review, That's this is the biggest part, your 2020 with gratitude. Number three is pray for the light of God's grace. Pray for the light of God's grace to know yourself and see yourself as God sees you. So again, looking back at 2020, what were your three biggest or most common feelings this year? I know some guys are like, what, feelings, yeah. What did you feel? What were, what were your most prominent, most common feelings? Anger, frustration, joy, fear, terrifying year, uncertainty, worry. I was lost. I felt disconnected this year. What were they? Write those down. And then this, the reflection is, how might you notice God's presence in those spaces when you're lonely or frustrated or angry? Begin to reflect, God, what do you have for me? Why I'm so bent up and angry? Here's another question under praying for the light of God's grace to know yourself and see myself as God sees me. Whose voice had the biggest influence in shaping you and your identity this year in 2020? What role would you say God's word, God's spirit, God's people had in your identity formation in 2020. Is God's voice a part of how you see yourself or is it just about the culture? Does culture define you or does Christ define you? Does the world and its values define who you are and tell you who you are? Or does God's word define you and tell you who you are? Okay, number four is the fourth part of Ignatius' thing is ask for God's pardon and forgiveness through confession. Psalm 139, I love this, verse 23 and 20. Search me, O God, know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there's any, here, listen to this, offensive way in me and lead me in the everlasting way. What's the psalmist doing? He's saying, God, I give you permission to just shine your spotlight into my heart, into my life and show me where I'm off base. Show me where I might have offended people. Show me where I have been selfish. Show me where I'm not becoming the man, the woman you want me to become. And then you begin, as you look back over your year, look for those places where maybe you were selfish, maybe you were angry and you vented. Uh, and then you confess, you bring that to God, you own it. Where did you mistreat somebody? Where did you disregard or rebel against God's ways? Where did you ignore his voice? And then you take time to confess. And then I just want to remind you, remember the promise in 1 John 1, 9. If we confess our sins to him, he, God, is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So that's part of this examine. It's letting God shine, inviting God to shine his spotlight into your heart and then confessing your sin. And then number five, Look forward to 2021. Looking forward, how do you want to be different? How do you want to be transformed? How do you want to become more like Jesus? Two questions. One, how might God want to work in me and develop more of my character in 2021? Take time to reflect on that. And number two, how might God want to use me in 2021 to help Others grow in their faith. God wants to work in you and develop your Christ-like character. And then God wants to use you as his instrument to bring light and love to help others grow.
So I've, I've, it's like drinking out of a fire hydrant, but I've given you a lot to think about and reflect on, but I pray and I hope that you will take time in the next four days before the end of the year, before 2021 hits, and go over these questions and begin to meet with God in a very real way. Listen for his whisper, his nudges, and let him speak to you. God bless you. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, Ocean Hills. Before you re-enter your day, we hope that you will take just a few moments to pause and respond to what God has put on your heart through this message. Thank you again for listening to the Ocean Hills podcast. For access to more sermons, visit the Watch and Listen page on OceanHills.org or find them on the Ocean Hills app.